Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with your laser. I told you you couldn't get through. Well, then maybe it's time for a smoke. Mullets and Memories, a MacGyver podcast about MacGyver. Season 2. Here we are. We have now passed season finale territory. Episode 22 of MacGyver has ended. Episode 44 of Mullets and Memories has ended. Yep. We are now at the season two recap. One of my favorite parts of any episode because it's less work for you and I because we don't have to work that hard to pull audio. It's true. We don't have to do anything. Especially because of the faux pas that I made second time. <laughs> second time in two weeks. You stop that burping right now. That I've forgotten my laptop. I forgot my laptop again. Henceforth. How could you do that? Greg and I cannot do more than one episode's recording tonight, which is fine because this is a good episode. So before we go any further, welcome to Mullets and Memories. I am your host, Dave Champa. I'm your other host, Greg Klein. Tonight, Greg and I are going to do an entire recap of season two. We're going to talk about such things. We're going to talk about our our friends and acquaintances that died (laughs) less than season one. We're going to talk about how many women MacGyver made out with. A lot. How many women he may have slept with. A a bunch. We're going to go over my top episodes of the season, Greg's top episodes, my bottom two, Greg's bottom two. Our overall ratings, our average ratings, some final notes on the seasons, any other conversations that may come up during the season, uh, during the recap, then we're going to talk about season three for a few minutes before we end the episode. Mm. So, Greg, how's it going this week? It's going pretty well. Yeah? I'm doing pretty good. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm d- well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Work's been stressful, but that's fine. Yeah, it um, has. No, I'm really excited that this is the end of season two. Yes. We made it through two whole seasons. Shockingly. Without bailing. Yes. And uh, this was actually a good season. Well, not that the other one wasn't good, but this one felt more cohesive. I agree. I agree with that. I think think it was... uh it was an overall superior season, even though, and we'll talk about it a little more near the end, overall, I thought it was superior to one, even though I thought some of our episodes were, we had more lower rated episodes, which is what sort of drove our season average down. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I think our higher rated episodes were better than anything that one had to put out. I'll agree with that. Sure. So why don't we go ahead and we'll kind of jump in. Do we want to just jump in? We'll do part one first. We'll do the friends and the acquaintances, and we'll kind of talk about each of those. I like that. Each of our friends. All right, so so part one, we're going to talk about how many friends and acquaintances did, did MacGyver lose this season, either by dying in his arms or just watching them die. Now, if I recall, and I should have done this research because this was our episode that we did for season one, I should have looked and seen how many we lost in season one. I think, I feel like he lost like almost seven. Okay. Seven or eight friends in season one. We we should we didn't even pull up that information. I, I didn't pull that up. I would have if I had my laptop, but okay. unfortunately I do not. Oh, David. Um, David, why? <laughs> it's Greg. It's just so hot here. <laughs> it's been such a hot week. <laughs> well, for Maine, it's and been I, hot. It's been, yeah. It's been really upper, hot. Upper 90s for three days is just too much for Maine. Um, all right, so... The first man to die, or not, because it very well could have just been a doll, (laughs) was way back when in season two, episode four. What was it? The Wish Child. But who was it? Our good friend Dr. Way, played by George Takei. From way back when. From way back when. Dr. Way back when. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, Dr. Way was shot by one of of the bad guys, and he died in Max Arms. He died in Max Arms that night. (laughs) He probably was just a doll. In the picture we snagged, it looks like MacGyver's holding a George Takei doll. (laughs) Yeah, I think we talked about how the doll is like stuffed with straw. (laughs) Yes. His... his, 
Never mind. I, I feel really giggly tonight. Me too. I think it's the heat. I think it's the, the heat. The heat's making me all the Gosling's ginger beer giggly and weird. Um. So yeah, Doctor Way, first one to go. We had four episodes in, and uh, we watched him die in Max Arms. I would consider him more of an acquaintance than a friend. Because you'd only known him for the extent of the episode, maybe like less than a couple hours, 12 hours. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. still, yet another person. I mean, just granted, I guess, as part of the business, is the line of work. However, right. right. dying in somebody's arms dramatically doesn't happen to every Even someone who's in the business, someone mm. who may be a soldier and this, sorts of, this sort of oh, stuff happens around absolutely. them. Absolutely. The dramatic... <laughs> caught just as they just as they pass and you lay them down on the ground it seems to be the more more dramatic that it ha- when it happens to mac it's it's just very drawn out mm-hmm. it's a very the, the deaths are a little flamboyant if you will sure there's just a lot of dramatics that go into um someone dying in macgyver's arms um <laughs> so our next death six episodes later um season two episode 10 was three for the road mm-hmm. it was uh macgyver's buddy Tony Sullivan, yeah, who was shot and killed by the mob as he was running away with his satchel that he threw in uh, Guy Robertson's convertible. Yeah, Guy Roberts. Guy Roberts. What did I say? Robertson. Right, Guy Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Guy Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another guy, but this guy didn't die in Max Arms. He was just a good friend. Right. And then Max saw him get shot. Right. Yes. 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 Max he watched, watched him die. Exactly. And he kind of collapsed into a wall. And this was this was the episode we had this concern because. These guys very easily could have found that bag of cash. Oh, yeah. There's no reason that they didn't see him throw this satchel into the front seat of a convertible. And if they had taken a few minutes to look for it, Mm -hmm. they would have found it. And then that would have been like probably like a seven or eight minute episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would have been done. There would have been no point to that episode. (laughs) It would have been fine. Whatsoever. It would have been fine. And then our last death, only three this season, was the penultimate episode. Of the season, episode twenty-one, DOA MacGyver, uh, Anthony Braddock, Anton Braddock, the uh, the functioning alcoholic. Oh, that's right. Um, he oh, was right. A good, another good friend of Max. Another good friend who, strangely enough, we haven't seen since this episode mm-hmm. until this episode, but that's okay. Uh, he was shot and killed by Maya Rudolph. Um, <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> so, um, Maya Rudolph, if she was. If a man. A, if she was somebody else. A real, a tall, burly man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, shot and killed. He kind of served as sort of the uh, the catalyst for the rest of the episode because he was the one who created this um, explosive that could be woven into anything for right. hiding. Um, sure. So he's kind of an important part of the episode. However, short-lived his uh, dialogue and his lines were over the course of the episode because he dies in the first five minutes of the episode right before <laughs> Mac takes a bullet to the face. And he goes does, out of, and yeah. Goes he out get, a window. takes a bullet to the grazes a bullet across his forehead as he dives out out a window. Yeah, exactly. So, so that was all. Those are all the deaths in season two. Not as many as one. Um, mm. I do believe that before as we jump into the season three premiere, um, I think we're going to witness a death in that first two part premiere. Probably. I think someone dies in that first two-part premiere, not including the guy in the beginning of the episode. Oh, right. Uh. We will save that for the premiere because that was not an acquaintance of MacGyver. No. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> now the part that everybody really loves. Oh, yes. How many ladies did MacGyver make out with, sleep with, or are we, Greg and Dave, fantasizing about him doing these things in our heads? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sometimes some of these we might take a little bit of liberty with simply because it's more exciting now. It way. is. It really is. So the first one comes right from the f- season premiere, from the human factor. We have Dr. Jill Ludlum. Mm-hmm. I still want to say Laudnum. <laughs> like Duodnum? Like Duodnum. We said that in the episode, Duodnum Laudnum. <laughs> Did we really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, do- should we count Sandy? As super awesome destructor. No, wait, wait. Super, super awesome. <laughs> su- Sandy. Super awesome nerdy destructor yeoman. Do we count Sandy because she did sort of invade MacGyver with her la- <laughs> with her lasers? She is, invaded is she an, MacGyver. Is she the honorable mention of the series? Is that auto erotica? Yes, MacGyver it had, would be. MacGyver would had be. relations with a uh, with a uh, with an AI artificial intelligence erotica. <laughs> That's another. That's another sect of Mark Iverotica. Oh my God! No, that is it. 
MacGyver erotica is him having relations with machines. <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver slowly took out his Swiss Army stop, knife. Stop, 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 stop. No. <laughs> nope. We're not going there yet? No. Are we going to save that for our other podcast? Yep. Okay. No, we're going we're gonna to save it for the dark web. Oh. oh. See, now that you've said that, people are going to come after us. You're probably right. <laughs> so, Jill, I don't think that anything... There was no hanky-panky. No, and but they, they, they did sweat and almost die together in that ventilation shaft. Now, remind me, is this the season... Is this the episode where he took his pants off in the nuclear <laughs> yes. waste? No. And, no. Yes. That was, no, that, this is it. This is the nuclear waste room, right? And they got locked in the... Yeah, and he climbed out and the, the hatch <laughs> led right into a laboratory. Right That's right. Him. Yes. Okay. So, so he took his pants so off. So he right. took his pants off in front of her. I guess we could count that. All That's right. enough. Number two. This one is a throwaway because she only appears in the first... The opening of the, ep- the, opening of the, of the, of the episode is, mm-hmm. um, is, is Joanne... The big hair pilot from Twice Stung. Yeah. So, oh, you're putting her in here? <laughs> oh, oh, you can't imagine. They. That's the one I can almost confirm that they did some real nasty stuff with each other. <laughs> in the plane? The way that they looked at each other when they drove off in that Jeep. It was either prior to that Jeep ride or during the Jeep ride <laughs> that they did nasty. Oh, yeah. We've been we've been a we've been in a cockpit for how many hours and seats we can't we can't touch each other in, and now we got we're gonna ride in a Jeep together. They're driving all over the road, hitting yep. them every single bump on the way. That one, I you can almost guarantee that there was something happened because when she took that helmet off and that hair poured out, poked him in the eye. <laughs> That was the yeah. That's the exact sound. Shaking the hair off, and he looks at her, and they smile, and he drives away with that shit-eating grin on his yeah. face. He knew it was happening. <laughs> so yeah, okay, Joanne twice stung. Okay, we can let we that's, can stretch. I'm that giving one. that one. Yes, third is from Jack of Lies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> was uh, Mike Forrester? Yeah, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle Mike Forrester. Michelle, quote unquote, Mike Forrester. Um, did they? They did share a kiss in this episode, they didn't did. they? They did share a kiss in this episode. I think he, um, as they were running away, as they left Jack, they kind of shared a moment and they, they did a little smoochy smooch. Right, they did some smooch and smooch, smoochy smooch, smooch. And you smooch. and you imagine that there was a history between them because of the, well, they were all friends. They were talking about the picture that was the day that like Jack say or Max saved Jack's life in the reef when his oxygen well, tank tore. Yeah, the scuba scuba equipment failed or something. Yeah. The so, hose ripped. So That's there what it was. Could have been a threesome. I don't know. A little mena- okay, menage. You, you, you went right there. I, I had to take it there. It's, you, you took it all the way. We can imagine that as best of friends as MacGyver and Dalton are, you got to imagine that they've seen each other naked at some point in their life. They, they go to college together? I'm trying to remember. I no. think they, I don't know if they just, they explain it yet, but we can, we can assume that they've known each other at least like more than seven years. Or do, do you think like Dalton is, you know, is like, a sort of version of Cato in the Pink Panther series is Oh, that's a good so meaning parallel. That, meaning that he might hide and disguise himself in Mac's apartment as other things. <laughs> yes. Like like sh- a shower curtain perhaps. It's just but he's just standing in the shower with it running. <laughs> but he's he looks he's painted up like a shower curtain. Yes. Yes. And Mac doesn't see him. That feels like something he would do. He Maybe would he just... could dress up as a chair and Mac will sit in him for hours on end. He paints himself to Watching look like a giant can of ginger ale. Vegetarian cooking shows. Yeah, he paints himself and puts himself in Mac's fridge. Mac doesn't see him. It's a six foot tall can of ginger ale in his fridge, but he doesn't know it's doesn't know it's Dalton at all. He has no idea. He's a master of disguise. <laughs> um, all right, so Mike Forrester, yes. Jack of Lies, mm-hmm. gone. He she was she was easily easily a fur. I wouldn't know. If, I wouldn't consider her a first love. Would you? I still haven't figured out Max Max uh, um, girlfriend timeline entirely. Yeah. So based based off of uh, Flames End. Yes. I'm starting it in mentally there because that's when they first talk about girlfriends. Yes. In college, so I don't get I don't know the timeline entirely. They don't. They're not really that specific either. No, they're not. The only dates like she. So from from uh, oh god, flames end. She the words ten years came up. Yes, about when Mac left, didn't want to work at the thing, the power plant versus her, and that was ten years ago. Right, and I don't know if there's anyone before him because there was the other girl that he was going to marry. There was the nun. Yep. 
Oh, that's right. With Sister Margaret and the right. nun. I forget the nun. Well, we'll, we'll get there to the nun. A lot the nun of comes up next. Yeah. Are a lot of layers. Yeah. And then, know. of course, we have Susan, the landlady. Yeah, Susan. Yep. Yep. They just played it. They played air hockey once. But really this hard. imagine, I imagine that this doesn't even predate like Amy from Flame's End. This Mike, the Mike Forrester. Because this looks, this feels like post. Yeah, like but they all went to college together. I know, and it's it's kind of that's why it's really like muddy to think about. Like, because you talk about Amy, they met in right after they graduated from college, mm-hmm. and then Mike and Dalton and Mac have been friends. And you imagine that that I think that was post college. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I think we're gonna have to watch it all over again. All right, let's restart the season. All right, we're quitting. That's it. All right, number four is is we were just talking about her, the nun, Deborah Easton from the Road Not Taken. Right. This was the the probably the one of the best scenes in the whole episode, mm-hmm. in the whole series, is when they have that moment. She, uh, Mac, and Deborah have that moment out in the out in the woods. Yeah, he's like, I could have had you, and you, and she starts yelling at him, and they kind of yell back and forth, and he's like, I'm gonna give you one chance, and I'm gonna buy this plane ticket, and if you you make that decision, you come back with me, and she decides to stay with the convent. Yeah, she decides not to go. That was gut wrenching. Right. Um, right. Well, he got. Well, he didn't. Mac doesn't buy anything. The foundation gave him the ticket. Of course they did. Yeah. Because they're because they're just a think tank. They're just a think tank. They, they don't do anything else. Nope. They did not privately fund any of that trip right. whatsoever. Um, all right. So number five, mm-hmm. Silent World, Carrie Linden. Okay. The the deaf lady. Um, loved. I you got a sense that there was a there was a relationship there. But they just met. Right. Like in this episode. Was- they Super only flirty only like for a month yeah so when the episode opened he only knew her for a month right because he started volunteering right at the center for kids who can't read good <laughs> yes. but but with hearing but with hearing yes yeah. exactly and this was where um one of our favorite scenes in the whole in the whole i think for me at least was when she keeps referring to the moorish warrior i know and he just comes riding up on the horse with a <laughs> He's running up with a sword. <laughs> um, this and then only reason I put this in here is they I don't is because of that final daydream where they're dancing right. by the candlelight. So in her day in her dream, She's, they have like sexy campfire sex yes. on a bear rug. And you can imagine that if that had drifted off just a hair longer, mm-hmm. we would have been. It's like you know you know in, in the Naked Gun that scene that uh, Luke, Luke Frank Drebin. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? What the hell's her name? Uh, it's Priscilla Presley. But yeah. What, uh, what the hell's her name? Jane. Jane. Thank you. That yes. Drebin and Jane have yeah. on the car. And the, yeah, that's what they have. <laughs> that's exactly what they have. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So Carrie Linden, lover, thought she was great. Thought she was an absolutely fabulous female counterpart to to MacGyver. Uh, number six is actually a twofer because she shows up in two episodes mm. this season. Is uh, a one Miss Penny Parker. Oh, Miss Penny Parker. We love her. She here's... we love to hate her and we hate to love her. But she she was so much more tolerable in this series season. Absolutely. Um, and I, see, here's the thing: like she's so nice. I know she's a sweetheart. I that's yes. And MacGyver legitimately finds her irritating, but like, really, but likes her. Yeah, which is funny because in soft touch. When she shows up and she's doing the, you know, hello, MacGyver, and she's talking about a new job, and you can tell he's just like, what the fuck are you doing in my apartment? How are you doing? But then in Friends, she walks over to give him a birthday kiss, and they end up making out for like 45 seconds, and he's like swat he's like swatting doll yeah, away i know he's all well she's all like she's it. going all over all over him so that, that i don't i don't know in a weird right. sort of i you know i don't know what the future holds but i i, I think they're an interesting match i do too they might go really well I together do too because i know she's back at least once in season three uh and i, I think she's only in six episodes so she's already gone th- we've already seen her in half half of her appearances so there's gonna be a season that she's not gonna be in oh no which is sort of unfortunate no, uh, i know i, I know. want penny parker uh, i really do enjoy her actually after after soft touch and then being in friends i've started to enjoy her character and sort of wish yeah that maybe i wish you'd make like maybe two or three episodes a season like they're doing with dalton now yeah 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 she's been she was pretty good but i still i don't know what the relationship is and if they have had a relationship yep it, it's been like while they're traveling back from all the weird places that they've encountered each other, right? And like, I don't know, in a in a 
bus bathroom. <laughs> Not a bus station, in the bus. Because they don't actually, obviously we don't know what happens, like what transpires between episodes. So like between Soft Touch and Friends, there could have been multiple reunions between the two of them. And I'd like to think that there were. Yes. Um, they go out to dinner, see a movie. Yeah, yeah. Bang on a bear rug. We know. Yeah. Next to his his mahogany bookshelves. <laughs> and his wheels of cheese. And his <laughs> bottles of wine. It's not it's not Ron Burgundy, it's MacGyver. He doesn't drink. I'm sorry, you're right, he doesn't drink. No, but he's got um, a lot of he's got a lot of tofu because he's, a, he's <laughs> his tofu and his ginger ale. Yeah, tofu and ginger ale. Without his shaved ice. Yeah, no no MacGyver doesn't shave ice. <laughs> okay, All right. Who's next? Number seven is Elaine from Birthday. Yeah. I loved her. I, I, there was definitely no romantic subplot with them, although I think you could tell that Elaine had a bit of a crush on MacGyver throughout mm. the episode. Well, she, um, she's just coming coming to grips with that her husband's a douchebag. That's true. And, and, and she fell for her it for with a years. Opener. Right. Tried to kill her his pregnant wife with a letter opener. So, so yeah. So that would I would imagine she would fall into the arms of the next man she saw, and she just got lucky. Yeah, and fell into MacGyver's Jeep, literally. literally yeah, literally with his flat tire right. into MacGyver's Jeep. And that, that's another just boost to that episode, that whole exchange in the beginning with the, G, the, the, the gas station guy and the man. Are you blaming me? <laughs> it's like I'm just I'm just saying it's a nice day, nice day, sir. Oh, he was great. He was awesome. Was great day, huh? What's great about it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll just go ahead and use my spare. I'm all set. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, um. So yeah. So Elaine, I thought she was just. I thought she was fantastic, and I. She was. I think that was the strongest female character so far. Period. Yeah. Not well, the next episode. Definitely. Yeah, Elaine. This mm. this next character. Doesn't hold a candle to Elaine. Was uh, Doctor Ortega mm-hmm. from the episode Pirates? I, I don't. The, what I didn't like about her was how blatantly she just talked about everything that was going on. Well, the, like when they were at the museum. Yes. And like she didn't. No one like they, she didn't question that this random guy's like, now how would one go about doing this and this, I, and, oh, this right. and this and this and this? I'm like, really? So I guess that brings us to where do we blame the character versus blaming the writing? This is exactly this is this is I think this is the fallback for most like 80s era action mm-hmm. TV shows because they want to focus on the main character just to advance the story. They just I needed get it. to advance they needed to advance the story in this episode and to do so I think they just tried to find the simplest way out. Yeah. And it was unfortunate because she could have been a really good character but they just they, they didn't write it very well and it just felt like they could have had something else there. For her, instead of like having her blurt out this entire plan in front of the, oh, I guess you know that all just adds into the, that whole. Or now that we're we're talking more about the episode than the character, I know. But it was one of those episodes that felt like they tried to do too much in a short amount of time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I would agree with that. But yeah, I don't think there was ever any chance of a romantic relationship between the two of them. Well, well, well. What do you got? Well, what you got? Well. Yes. After MacGyver thwarted everybody on that completely deserted munitions island. Oh, yeah? What do you think they did? They did something on those dud mines. Yeah. And <laughs> all those bunkers. Or in the artillery bunkers. There, There's, let's see, there was the three henchmen that MacGyver subdued. Yep. MacGyver. Yep. And Dr. Ortega. Yeah. And was, oh, no, Pete was on the boat. Pete was on the boat. Pete was on a boat. And the island's completely deserted and covered with landmines. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll give it that. They're gonna. They had to wait for Pete and 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 Ortega's mm-hmm. colleague to get him back from the shore because you imagine they're a couple miles off. They had to kill some time. They had to kill some time. All right. All right. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Do you think they they think that they uh they made out on all the tied up bad guys? Yes. They just put them down like as like flooring and the they guys just are just like I what do seriously guys shh, what the shh, shh, shh. just just be quiet just just be your mouth. <laughs> It's just MacGyver's voice drops like that. <laughs> Close your mouth. Whoa, hey. Shush, 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 shush. Yeah, his, his, his voice drops octaves. <laughs> MacGyver, I've never heard you talk shush, like that. Shush, shush, shush. We don't speak. <laughs> don't speak. Just start tapping them all in the heads. <laughs> it's okay, MacGyver's here. You, MacGyver's yeah, here. MacGyver's here. <laughs> Mag- MacGyver's here. <laughs> now, you just stay in this room. Dr. Ortega and I are going to go into the other room. If you hear anything... Don't worry. Don't make any noises. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're gonna we get like let's. We move. have five more seasons to go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just going to get worse. All right. Moving. Oh, my God. We can't. This run. This character now, Dark MacGyver. <laughs> Dark MacGyver. Dark MacGyver needs to be a running gag. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Jack. Jack. Listen to me, Jack. <laughs> what? What do you want, MacGyver? What's What's going I just, on, Mac? I need to tell you something. Well, you can you can I tell just me. In complete confidence. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm your best friend. I lost my Swiss Army knife. <laughs> no. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. You can, you can just go buy another one, right? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to flesh this character out over the next five seasons. <laughs> Dark MacGyver. <laughs> All right. Next character is a, th- a throwaway because she's a stripper. Was oh, come on. Shadow from Dalton, she Jack of Lies. A, she was a, legit, she was a she, legit agent yeah. posing as a stripper. She was a terrible stripper. And it was like the worst <laughs> character, and it didn't make any sense. She it didn't a, make any sense. No, it did not. Make she was it. just a plot tool. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Just uh, not very well written. Right. Definitely just a plot. Just like a because plot the, device. After the after the so what was that? Um, what was the name of that Bushman? No, not uh, no. Shadow. Shadow from D- Jack uh, of Lies. Dalton. Dalton. Jack, Jack, of, Jack of, Lies. of Lies. Yeah. So like after so the next day after she's been stripping, she MacGyver and Jack go to the dock or whatever. Right. And Jack and MacGyver are wearing the same clothes right, they were the night right. before, <laughs> but she's like obviously showered. She's wearing a dress and has a purse and is wearing heels. It's like, where did you have, the, where was the time? Like, I don't get it because everybody knew all who all of you were. They would go to your right. houses and wait for you. Right. Unless she had like some spare clothes in her, in her room. When you're in dark MacGyver's world, there is no time. <laughs> Dark MacGyver built a device that stops time itself. Dark MacGyver. Dark MacGyver will find you. <laughs> He'll do things to you that are unimaginable. It sounds like freaking Hellraiser, man. <laughs> I know. Okay, let's... All right. Um, next one is from Bushmaster. It was uh, Kelly Henderson. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. She... Oh, this Kelly. is where we started to realize like that, that we're realizing that there are such... On the surface, they're very strong female characters, but they are written so poorly. And we'll see this for the next three, from the next three, the last three. So Kelly, the next two. They're such good characters, like on the surface, like they're really strong females, mm-hmm. but they're so poorly written. Yeah. And it's just so unfortunate because they could have been really, really good. Like Kelly, this is the one where her father was kidnapped in some fake country, whatever. Yeah. And she smuggled herself on board the plane mm-hmm. so she would parachute in with MacGyver. Right. Right. And just has like she's all gung ho and like really confident and strong to do it, but just like they just write her as so naive, yes. and it was just like, oh man, just give her a little bit more, you know, common sense. Yeah, that was it. You said that too. You said that really well the last step when we did that episode. Is that she just they gave her no common sense. Just like she's like, oh hey guys. So when she when they when she showed up on the plane. She mm-hmm. just like walked in and she like gave him a quick wave and then just threw herself out of the plane. Right. Like comp- so recklessly just tossed herself out yeah. of the plane. And she did it a couple more times. Like when she went the wrong direction and the MacGyver was just like, oh, hey, Kelly, going the wrong way. Like they just had to make her like just a little too thick for her own mm-hmm. good. And mm-hmm. of course, let the man come in <laughs> and show her the right. Dr- you know, like I just. Right. I mean, I, I think that might have just been a product of the 80s era. But like. Mm. It was really unfortunate because well, we're gonna find out as these as these episodes go on. We're gonna pay attention. I yeah, it'll be interesting because next season is so this was so one was eighty five, eighty six, mm-hmm. eighty six, eighty seven. So we're going eighty seven, eighty eight for season three. Okay. So and about probably I think season five is when we get into the nineties. So it'll be interesting like, to watch she, the. She progression. was an okay character, but really pretty bland. Like there was yeah, I was just not happy. Right, that episode wasn't that good anyway. No, I didn't really like it. So the next one though is um, DOA MacGyver was episode 21 was Carol Varney mm-hmm. um, played by Nana Visitor sure who was in um, the Hellfire episode I cannot for the life of me I had her name a minute ago and it's gone the character the character from Hellfire she played the uh, the wife of um, his best friend that they ended up rolling around the mud for a little while yeah yeah right um, right see she again really super strong female character like she's a captain of a boat like mm-hmm. her, her her brother and father died in a shipwreck in a storm and like she took over the bit it's like really well but they just didn't give her much to do besides right. like run around with MacGyver and like sort of be his lackey or she was a good support for him because he didn't have his memory. So she, right. but like, but that was another thing that 
we're just I'm complaining about the the story, not the character. Yeah, the character wasn't wasn't bad. I mean, she's a female captain. She's a yep. captain of her own ship, right? Which is great, right? Yeah. Um, but then she would rather <laughs> take MacGyver to get food. This is where yes. Then then what well, what was it? How what was the order? Get fed. Then go to the doctor. Then go to the police. Yes. So she just like they get, they're like yeah. At one point like she, yeah she's this like really good like she's a female captain. She owns her own boat. She owns the family business. And then the next scene, they write this terrible scene for her where she's doing these just everything is out of order. It doesn't make sense because clearly MacGyver is injured. Mm-hmm. She's like no, you can wait on the hospital. Let's get you something to eat first. Let's go to I know a great diner. Right. Let's just go to let's go to Denny's. Denny's right down the street. Moon's you get over, the lumberjack slam. Or moon's, moon's over my hammy. Let's just. It's fine. Let's just do that. Your gushing head wound that can wait at least a half an hour. I don't. I don't remember who I am. I feel like you're I'm, fine. I feel you need, like you just need to put some food in your body. Have a glass of chocolate milk. I feel you'd be, like you'd be surprised at what would happen if that if you did that, MacGyver. I feel like I'm like I'm getting darker. Oh, oh, really? Mm. Did, we should. Well, maybe we should go. No, no. There's so should... many memories of me and explosions and guns. MacGyver, you're scaring me. I've never had chocolate milk before. It's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's where it happens. MacGyver gets his. his, his uh, <laughs> that's 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 the transition. Gets knocked out and gets given chocolate milk instead of regular milk, so, and he go, gets dark. <laughs> oh, oh, this milk is so dark. <laughs> oh, we've completely lost our minds. We have. All right, last one is from the season finale for Love or Money, Diana Rogers. Uh, Ugh, this one. I mean, she was single-minded, but just a bad person. Right, just her mind was just in a really bad place. She was place. just not, not someone to look up to. Right, but we know that there was a history there. You know, obviously she 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 abandoned him out of the country to get captured but like there was a history between them like there was some sort of a love affair something between the two of them definitely definitely happened oh it was a torrid love affair (laughs) sure it was a love affair between macgyver diana and dark macgyver oh absolutely because if macgyver had been captured you better believe it was was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a tyler durden in there like (laughs) Yes. MacGyver, I don't know who you are. Every time I come over, you're somebody else. Who do you think I am? I don't know. Do you want to find out? <laughs> Stop playing these games, Mac. Stop whispering. And put the ball gag away. I'm not into this. this is, that ball gag is for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, part two. Grand total... 12 females throughout the course of the series. Okay. Season so that. So that was about half the episodes. There was a female counterpart in there. Not bad. Um, and then you count Penny for two. So technically it's 13 episodes. But Okay. Right. Yeah, but it's the same. So yeah. All exactly. Right. So part two. Yeah. Sorry. I jumped the gun there. No, you're good. Part two. I said part two. You're good. And I wasn't done. So part two. Our top, our best episodes of the season so far. Um, so we'll just kind of flip flop back and forth. So why don't you go with your number three? So, so, oh, my number three was a yeah. uh, final approach. Was that the one with the gang? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was trying to think that's interesting. I was actually surprised that you put that. Cause I actually, I enjoyed it. I it thought was, it was really fun. It was good because it was an, uh, one of those, it was a show that the scale of it was big in terms of where they went they're flying here and there yeah and what they have to do they're stranded but it w- the uh the focus was really simple just on the people which yeah. is what i liked no, I too many great. times the episodes are so big and there are too many facets and it's stupid plus we have that whole debate about how long would it take them to dig that 900 foot long trench right. which i believe spanned a couple episodes we kept coming back to it yeah because it was like that's sub- bullshit <laughs> i i wrote i was 2700 no 20 28 tons of dirt they'd have to yeah move, i estimate and luther gets one backpack and that's that's it everything's done, done. yeah <laughs> so what was your third my number three was um the episode two was the eraser um okay it was my first five out of five for the season uh and i just i loved i loved the character loved the character so this is your 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 second place third place your third place yeah these are my top three. Oh, it's your okay yeah 
So my third, my third place is the Eraser. Okay. I, I don't know. I just thought for just again, it was it was it felt like it was on a really grand scale this episode. Mm-hmm. But MacGyver, you could tell like he really cared about was his name Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. You really he really cared about Jimmy, even though like he didn't know who Jimmy was at first. Like I really care about you, Jimmy. Yeah, that's a kind of that was kind of the feeling you got with him, and it was just I don't know, it was just a really good relationship. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, with with Dark MacGyver, you don't owe me anything. You owe me nothing. I'll take care of you. Just snap your fingers and Dark MacGyver's there. Poof. Oh shit, we gotta go. Instead of a instead of blonde hair, he has a just like jet black mullet. <laughs> Boys, I'm here. Uh, oh shit, we gotta a guy. Like, we, uh, or, or he's like uh, he's like Nega Scott from uh um yes. <laughs> you know what the yes. hell am I trying to think of? I don't. Remember. Oh my god, I, Scott Pilgrim. Yes, thank yeah. you. Okay. Nega MacGyver. <laughs> Nega MacGyver. Negiver. Oh, man. You're, everyone's witnessing the, the birth of something new we here. We are crumbling as we speak. Um, yeah. <laughs> Eraser is my number three. I, I just thought it was a great it was a great episode. So what was your next one, Greg? Um, my second one was Birthday. Good call. Which I thought, uh, yeah, like we were talking about before, it was a solid episode. Again, I think it, for me, relating to Final Approach, it was it was a focused episode on just a few characters, but with all this mayhem going on around them. But it was just focused on MacGyver and I forget her name already. Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. You know, on that story. Yeah. And, and Elaine and her husband. Like, that's it. Yeah. And the rest of it could have been anybody, but it was like their little story. And I thought that was fun. I like that. Okay. Plus, that's great. MacGyver yeah. was driving around in an old cannery. Yes. Once again, he's at a cannery. Um, all right, my number two. Take me to a cannery. Please, someone, take me there. Um, all right, episode nine, Silent World was my number two of the season. So oh, I haven't been mentioning. Um, um, final Approach, episode 27, birthday, episode 36. Yes. Sorry. Um, so Silent World was my next one, my number two. It was just shy of like this, just like the perfect episode. And it was, it was the first time like they kind of, they thought, sort of outside the box for MacGyver, you know? It could have been such a hokey premise, like, you know, this this deaf woman is, like, getting these visions of MacGyver dying, and they're trying to interpret the dream. It could have been really hokey, and, of course, I mean, of course, it kind of was, mm-hmm. but they they really did try their best to ground those dreams in reality, and I thought it worked really, really well. It was just a nice sort of change of pace for the show, it really kind of freshened it up, you right? Because at this point, what is this twenty, thirty-one episodes mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. So they, I thought it was a nice change. It was very innovative thought well, that it, they did. That's that. true because the first time they did this almost like clairvoyant sort of, right? You know, outer outer worldly sort of feel to it, and uh, it was kind of bold. I thought. I thought so too. Compared to the rest of the episodes, and it, yeah, it worked yeah. out. You know, in um, at some point in season three, MacGyver goes after Bigfoot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be great. So, talking about hokey i think oh well i'm really looking forward to the other goofy ones that's gonna be good all right what is your number one of the series so season number one is your number three eraser okay i liked it so much because i thought jimmy was the best redeemed character out of everybody oh yeah because he was like he was a bad guy kind of but he didn't want to be and he just like you know he was legitimately given a second chance yeah and i just thought the whole arc was the most believable out of all of them. I agree. I agree. I think that was great. That was just I yeah. just liked it. I liked it very much. I liked Jimmy particularly. I like Jimmy too. And he does come back in season three. Mm-hmm. Same, oh, good. same character. It's just a continuation of that story from season two, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. So I'm interested on that one. Um my number one, and this is the one you and I could not be further apart on, was season two, episode eighteen, Partners with Murdoch. <laughs> yeah. Best episode of I, I gloat so much. But like, if people are ever asked, like, oh, hey, what's a good episode to start with when you jump in? Partners, just watch it. I just didn't like it. Oh, I loved it so much. It was my favorite move, favorite one of the season. No questions. I thought Murdoch was so over the top. <laughs> Such a like with the you know the end of the episode when he gets blown up by the dynamite and like. It, his subsequent appearances, I think things just get like weirder and weirder. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember the clip I watched a couple days ago. He's like on the edge of a cliff, 
Yeah. And he just like starts screaming MacGyver's name and he just like falls off the cliff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, MacGyver! <laughs> just, so I think I have to grow into how absurd Murdoch is. Yes. That's something I didn't remember from yeah. seeing these like 30 years ago. Yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah, whatever. absolutely. Um, and I was just taken aback by how idiotic his plans were. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? The blowing up with the rocket launcher and the stupid, I'm going to take a photo, but oh yeah, shoot Dressed them like with a woman. A, yeah. Just right. the whole thing just was like, uh, I loved it. Okay, <laughs> it was my best one, best of the season. <laughs> I like that you liked it. Loved it so Jerk. much. Um, so honorable mentions, like a like a fourth place runner up. Mm. What did you have? I had three for the road, simply because I really like Guy and his wife. I did too. I did too. <laughs> I, that would have been probably my fifth. Five. Okay. Like, I think that'd be number five for me for the season. Mine was mine was birthday. Okay. Was my was my honorable mention. But if if I had to go five of the season, three for the road would definitely be number five. Now let's combine the two. Let's put three for the road and birthday together. And so all of them are in that Cadillac in the cannery. <laughs> Elaine's just like grunting in the backseat <sighs> with MacGyver and Guy and his wife are just like singing songs. And MacGyver's got the their- damn car stuck in that trench trying to get it out and and and, and <laughs> Robert's just like, oh, and we get our three best mobsters ever trying to follow, like just just like pacing around the trench yeah. that MacGyver's stuck. Not in. guy, not Robert, guy, guy Robert, Roberts, and his wife still just doing like Broadway trivia. No, it was Guy Roberts before? Didn't I say Guy Robert? I no, you said Roberts. Did I? Okay. Yeah, you did. Guy Roberts. His wife's just like doing trivia in the car. And yeah, they're all struggling to get out of this trench. Elaine's giving birth. <laughs> Let's do that. Three for the birthday. Done. Um, all right. So this one is this is a good. I, I like this next one. The our bottom two of the season, and I think actually we just flip flopped. Oh, maybe we didn't. So what was your number two? My number. T- Wait a minute. Our bottom two. My my number two was for love or money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the season finale was your one your work. Yeah, your- it was not good. I just didn't like it. Yeah. It's just just annoying. Yeah. I, I think we said it in the last episode. It was like, as a season finale, not good. As an episode, as a stand, it's just not, just nothing worked very well except for the knife in the whistle toy. That was the best. <laughs> that was the best part I of the whole that. thing. I just posted that on Instagram earlier in the week. Uh, the, the freaking knife in the tube. And the dube checks. All <laughs> oh, right, dube checks. And what was that other beer? The, uh, <laughs> the Baranov. The Baranov. Toss me another one of those Baranovs. <laughs> um, I had that too. I, we had the exact same two and one. So okay. my number two was love or money and for the same reasons. Yeah. I, I just hate it. Well, it's not good. not good. Number one, I think we both, yeah, we both agreed number one. Mm-hmm. Worst episode of the season was, was episode eight. Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> just so... Just I, w- this would have served better as like an end of season episode because there was no, there clearly they didn't use any budget. No, there like, was so much stock footage in this episode. The flashback episode was better than this. Oh, easily, easily. Even though I say I put Friends as an honorable mention. Yeah. For worst. Yeah. Just, friends. Just because I wanted more of the present day stuff and the the, the clip stuff. Okay. I, you know. But but here here's the thing. So at least with Friends and the one subsequent after that, where they used all the flashback footage. Right. At least that was legit original footage. Right. They just ripped off half of that episode from whatever movie that was from. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or nature documentary or whatever the hell it was. It was just not. Yeah. No. Didn't like it. Not cool. Worst episode of the Boring, season. Boring. So, stupid. Even though it had Danny Cooksey in it. It did. And I like. I liked him. He was probably the lone bright spot in the episode. But overall, yeah. Worst. Mm-hmm. Worst of the season. Pretty, bar, pretty bar, well. by leaps and bounds. Um. <clears throat> so. The next section we do here is like an overall rating. So like uh, based on our five mullet rating system, my overall season rating for season two was a 3.6. Okay. And what was yours? Mine was a 3.3. So yours was a little bit lower. So our total average was about three and a half. Yeah. So 3.5, three and a half mullets was the total season. So that was actually lower mm-hmm. than last season. Last season was like 3.7. So I'm wondering if we were just really pumped about starting the show last season we might have been and i think we really are we were so season two i think we really started to look at the episodes a little more critically Mm -hmm. than we did for season one even though i said here like i would still consider this a superior season to one because of the sheer amount for me at least of 
five mullet episodes that I had in this season. Sure. Okay. Well, maybe that maybe that's it. Maybe the first season was just kind of okay yeah. all the way through. This one had certain incredibly strong episodes and other really weak episodes. Yes. So it just canceled out anyway. I would say, yeah, because there were significantly more top tier episodes in this season mm-hmm. by, by far, but there were more episodes that we rated below three mullets this season. So I think, like you said, it sort of evened itself out, even though I feel like it was more, more superior. Mm-hmm. It was still a lower average, but I... And, and granted, you know, for everyone listening, we are garbage with our mullet rating system. Oh, we don't stay sh- on track about anything at all. terrible, but yeah. N- now it's simply what we like and what we don't like. You, yeah. g- you get a mullet because it, this part of whatever is One great. One mullet because Pete choked on an ice cube or like what, like that. Like this, yeah. We completely, we stuck to the mullet rating, but we sort of upended the upended the reasons why we give the mullet. So as we go into season three, we're going to have to kind of, I think, rethink our consistency maybe or right. not. Or we or we won't. Anybody have suggestions of how we should rank things starting off in season three? Oh, good call. Be very interested to hear our listeners' thoughts on I would love that. If there are any points of shows that we should keep track of. Right. And you you know us. If you've been following along for as long as you have. And I know you have because we've got some our MacGyver's numbers are solid. So yeah. we know you're all listening. Uh you know that we don't do our research at all. So no. that's great. We so just like it. If you, yeah, like if you like, hey, hey, Dave, hey, Greg, why don't you, uh, why don't you do a mullet rating for uh, how many times MacGyver scratches his balls? Fine, <laughs> we'll do that for an episode. Like, I don't, great. <laughs> <sighs> or maybe it should be, maybe it should be um, the one thing. There's some weird thing. Maybe somebody knows some triv. We catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. Like, it doesn't hey, matter. Hey, Dave and Greg, you should do a mullet for how many times Dark MacGyver shows up. <laughs> how many times MacGyver wakes up in cold sweat? <sighs> Has some apocalypse now or flashback. He does, the, he does the fist, pu- the shake when he, when he punches somebody. Ah! And he just like shakes his fist. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Every time he punches someone and, and, and wrings his hands out. So let us know. Let us blow your mind at gmail.com. Give us an email. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Well, you can't really. You can direct message on Instagram. Yes, you can. Um, in fact, we've done that a lot. Um, so yeah, I thought season two was superior to season one. Um, just in the sheer number of like just five mullet episodes for me, it was it was just a really really good overall season. I feel like season one laid the groundwork for the rest of the series. It was just kind of testing out the waters of where the show was going to go. It was really unsure of itself. Season two was sort of building that confidence Mm -hmm. for where the show was going to go. And it was like, you can see it in those episodes. I think season three is where that comfort level, they just throw it out the window and Mm -hmm. they just go for broke for the rest of the show. What was that? Um, And I think that's what... The Baron Green back here. I think that's where we're going to go for season three. I think we're going to throw comfort out the window. Mm-hmm. And I think we're just going to go for broke. So we're just going to wear tight leather pants. Three so we're to really seven. You're going to hear the. You're going to hear the the swishing. You can't really. Hear, yeah, I don't know. You're going to hear the swishing of our of our leather crotchies. So just so we're uncomfortable. So we're yeah. going to throw comfort out the window. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to take my pants off in every episode. So <laughs> our, it's going to not going to be physical comfort, but emotional comfort. So we're going to try to make each other feel as uncomfortable as possible yeah so that is guaranteed to pick up more subscribers because people are going to want to hear that do you hear me do you hear me um god there are a lot of just dead spaces and silences in in season three but i can't stop listening there was one episode just 40 minutes of silence and occasional (laughs) slapping i don't know what some heavy breathing I couldn't stop listening for some reason. I have no idea why. Hey, Greg. Yes. Do you want to hear what's coming up for the season three premiere? Oh, do I? All right. Do I ever? So the next episode that we will be talking about is the season three premiere. Episode one, Lost Love, part one. Soviet agents use a former love of MacGyver's, whom he thought to be dead, as a pawn to steal a valuable Chinese jade dragon statue. What bastard? Seriously. So this is the first this is the first foray for MacGyver into a two-parter. Well, this is again another bold step going right into a two-part episode. Right. At the top of a season. Right, because normally, like, with with shows around this era, you would do, like, the cliffhanger. So, like, Lost Love could be, like, part one would be the season finale of two, and then you wait a whole summer to come back. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of shows would do that, but, like, so, yeah, this is, like, a big jump into... But if 
they can start off strong, you, they got you hooked because you have to come back next week. And to I see it. and I think this one does because I watched the first five minutes of it mm-hmm. before. It's there. It's, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And we also we already have a recurring. We have two recurring actors in in the in the premiere that we'll talk about in the in the next episode. But um, speaking of yes. the next episode, yes. How is our timeline working with that? Are, we're taking we're we're so because of my faux pas, which we, I just because of my idiocy, um, we I think what we'll do. So this episode, you'll be hearing this on Friday, the sixteenth. Friday the sixteenth of June. Uh, so the next episode, I don't know what do, what did we deci- what did we kind of decide? Did we want to take that week and kind of revamp the yes. show a little bit? All right. So we're gonna take that week. We'll probably we'll come back the Friday following. Okay. Yeah. So, so that we can get a gauge on season three. Yeah. Get things going again. Make sure we're not idiots, and we'll come back strong. Yes. And hard. And if we feel, uh, if we're feeling a little randy, um, we may decide to come back the Tuesday of, oh, we, of the following week. Oh, we sure could. We may, but we'll take. We're gonna take. So after this Friday, we'll take this the, the following week off, so you won't get a new episode, and then we'll be back at some point the following week where we kind of revamp the show. And still gonna um, be Tuesdays and Fridays, so yeah, it'll, it'll and we'll, be easy to find. And you'll get you'll have plenty of notice, and you'll know you'll know when the when the episode's coming. But in the meantime, if you need your your fix, please check out the fourteen forty our twenty four hour podcast that we recorded back in March. Releasing weekly every Wednesday. At the time of this recording, 10 of our 24 hours have already been released. So, Nope, I'm sorry, 11 of our 24 hours have already mm-hmm. been released. Uh, this, pa- uh, this past Wednesday, we talked about whiskey. Yes. And children's toys. <laughs> so, yeah. They always go together. <laughs> That's always fun. So check that out if you need some more Champ and Klein fix. Yeah. The other one is uh, our old standby, Champ and Klein Blow Your Mind. Um, we were a little more irregular with our recordings. Um, we've been doing probably every couple weeks. Greg and I roll out a new episode. We we actually we we have one we have an episode planned for episode fifty five, but it's not going to be for another week or two, as we're trying to figure out some logistical issues for the episode. So hopefully we can get that off the ground because we're kind of excited about that one, um, mm. uh, about that next episode. So hopefully hopefully we can get it we can get it moving. But that's going to wrap the entirety of MacGyver season two and wow. Mullets and Memories season two. Um, if you liked this episode. If you like Dark MacGyver, um, like I said earlier, hit us up on Facebook, Champa and Klein Blow Your Mind. We are on Twitter at Blow Your Mind 14. We're on Instagram at Champa Klein. We have our website, ChampaKlein.com, where you can find all of our archived episodes uh, sitting back there. If you can't find them on iTunes, they will always be on the website for you guys. Um, you can always email us with the little contact button. Send us a send us an email at uh, let us blow your mind at Champa at ChampaKlein.com. <laughs> let us blow your mind at gmail.com. So for the Mullets and Memories Season 2 recap, I am your host, Dave Champa. I'm your other host, Greg Klein. We will see you guys in a week for Season 3. Well, then maybe it's time for a smoke. Let's see here. So, hey, check one, two. Hello, everybody. I'm going to smell like poo. How does it look? That's how I do my That's how I check, do my check, levels. Check, 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 everybody. One, two. I'm going to smell like poo. No. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Oh man, it's gonna be a long recording session tonight. Oh, all right. I think we're done. I'm good for the night. How are you? I'm fine. Are you sure? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Are we ready to go, or do we want to just keep talking and shitting? I'm good. You want to start? Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> what are you? Doing? I was waiting for one minute. I'm, oh, okay. I'm recording. <laughs> I was holding my breath. You probably could hear me going like. (laughs) 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 Okay, so.